Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday, December 8th, and I like to just say I'm just a boy looking up at the sky, asking it to please snow on us. It's so crazy. It might snow in the D.C. area today, but not enough to, like, shut things down, although that's what they always say, and then it <laughs> turns out to be, like, the worst thing ever. But I will tell you, driving around Virginia yesterday, all the streets were already treated. Yeah. They're it's not playing be- around. It's got mm-hmm. that like crisp in the air too. Like the air feels just moist enough that I think it could maybe happen. If not a covering or a blanket to start a white Christmas, I would love to just have enough for Instagram. Eh, good luck with that. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. Kelly, as you're keeping track of all the sports thing, another number one to bring to the District of Champions. <laughs> I saw this is just a fun story. Not only are the Washington Caps number one in their division, but their latest rescue dog, Biscuit, the Chocolate Lab, is now number one, according to ESPN, for all the service dogs across the NHL. So first off, I want to say that All these dogs are spectacular dogs and are all being trained for a variety of amazing things to help humans. And we don't deserve dogs because they're just incredible. But um, they showed on ESPN, we have a whole link we'll put in the show notes of all the different dogs. Um, And, you know, the Islanders dog, the Sabres dog, Biscuit, the Chocolate Lab came in first place. Love it. I love that there are enough dogs in the NHL that they can actually do a ranking of the dogs in the NHL because it means all these NHL teams are raising dogs for service members. That's amazing. For sure. Well, not all are, or I should say, they're all different organizations, not necessarily service members, but okay. But, but, but dogs going to, other, to, yeah. to help people with, with disabilities for sure. Um, now, Biscuit is destined for America's vet dogs, nice. which helps veterans or first responders with disabilities. I should say that Biscuit was going into very big pause if you will because his predecessor captain also was ranked number one by espn oh so, look at that i don't know if the espn reporter is a little biased towards the caps or dc or labradors but <laughs> <laughs> i think we just have a sports dynasty with the four-legged types so i think we should let it go you know what we'll take it america's vet dog too is the organization that raised uh sully who was the dog of uh, president george oh, yeah. h.w bush as well yeah yeah so and biscuit is i mean mm. i have a soft a chocolate lab was one of my first family dogs and so when i see that little puppy and you see like ovechkin like getting licked in the face by it like i'm yeah. I, like you're not human if you don't think that's adorable i'm with you i mean like just mm, photos of dogs and way to go espn for the clickbait you got us you got us all i know it's really cute we'll we'll give it to you Hey, uh, this weekend, kind of a really cool concert going on at the Kennedy Center. The NSO is teaming up with Ingrid Michaelson. And you and I, Kelly, have known Ingrid Michaelson for years and years in our radio days. She's this, like indie pop queen who really should be more famous and more like commercially successful than she is. She's very successful in her own right. But um, she's coming to the NSO to play at the Kennedy Center. They've got a holiday pop-up show. She's been doing holiday pop-ups um, in New York for like 10 years and finally put out a Christmas album. But she talked about the way she um, approaches it before this weekend show. I wanted them to sound like they were plucked right out of the 1950s. So they're very orchestral. Like for instance, um, we do a song called Melika Likimaka, 
which is, you know, Melakalikimaka is the thing to say. And there's just like amazing um, sweeping strings in the background and um, a percussion and and flutes. Were you nervous as an artist being like, yeah, I'm going to do my own twist on holiday favorites? Because I love Christmas so much. It's such a it's such a a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't I wanted to do it right and I really really wanted the songs to sound like you could put them on a playlist with Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby and Judy Garland and you wouldn't even hear a difference. It would just seamlessly glide into those because I think, you know, we can't I can't get enough of those. I want to like somebody to like go to a vault and unearth all this unheard Frank Sinatra Christmas music, but I I can't. You only have what we have. So I was like, well, that's my job. I want to like recreate. I want to create some new songs that sound old. Um, And I think we did a really pretty amazing job at that. With old songs that sound new that then sound old that are back to new again. I think she just created a brand new genre. (laughs) And so she's at the Kennedy Center this weekend. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, the 10th and the 11th. Um, I told her to look out for our pal Marissa Regney, the violinist, and those two, who knows what kind of adventures are going to go on throughout the city. But tickets are available at kennedy-center.org. And our full conversation with Ingrid Michelson, we're going to have that in the podcast feed a little later on today. I love it. And the Kennedy Center is uh, all dolled up and ready with their Christmas decorations. Mm -hmm. And the new um, JFK statue is out. On um, They unveiled that last week, which I'm dying to go see. You know, I didn't even know that. I was there on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't even know that. It's um, it's in the in the outdoor space, in the new outdoor space. Oh, very cool. So yeah, there's like the bust in the Great Hall. That's like his head, and then there's uh, I didn't know. Wow, there's like it's a full statue of his whole body, not just like the big giant head, which is amazing to yeah. you know, so iconic in the Kennedy Center. But they they unveiled one for the outdoors. That is so, so cool. Which I mean, which makes sense, right? Right. Given that it's you know. The Kennedy Center. Yes, yes, <laughs> precisely. If you name, if you're named after a building, you should get a statue of you at the building. That's the rules. I think yes. so. I think so. <laughs> also, um, on Ingrid Michelson on the podcast coming up, she is doing the music for the Notebook Broadway show. I didn't know that was a thing that was coming. I didn't know that existed. It, it's it's working on it since like 2018, and so um, she gives me all the scoop on that as well. Wow. Hmm. That's that's going to be a tearjerker. Totally. Totally. Um, we wanted to take a minute, too, and give you a heads up and the latest on Reads Across America. So we are not going to be able to go as a full group this year. The reads are still being laid, and it is still happening on Saturday, December 18th, bright and early as usual. This year, though, they're doing ticketed entry, and they're doing like smaller groups. So that's why we're not going to be able to get our big old herd of peeps together as we usually do. Yeah, and I, I will say I went on the site this morning and there there are still tickets available. It is going to be limited tickets, which is just um, is a good thing, meaning that they're going to get enough volunteers through. But right now they are um, they're releasing tickets for every hour starting at 8 a.m. at three different gates. And you can kind of pick your favorite gate based on where you're coming in, because, um, you know, you have to remember Arlington is just so huge. Totally. Um, but uh, right now they have um, tickets available for the 10 a.m. hour. Okay. So, um, and just know the later you get into the, to the cemetery, be ready to do a little bit more walking because typically the reeds right around the entryways get placed first. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling hardy, get in there and, and go sign up. The tickets are free, of course, and you get assigned or you get to pick a gate, but you have to go through the gate with that ticket. 
Correct. It's the uh, Order Weasel Gate, the South Gate, and then the Memorial Avenue Gate are the three you can enter through. Like you said, Kelly, 10 o'clock hour um, on the Reads Across America website. They had been working with Arlington National Cemetery back and forth all year long to figure out first if they could, and then once they could, how they could. And now this is the way they're going to. So this is how it's happening this year. And we're also going to keep uh, you updated, too, on the cleanup in January. So hopefully we can make it together. Fingers crossed, maybe groups for that or tickets for that. So we'll let you know um, when it all comes together. I'm just happy that it's happening. True story. It's absolutely something that is a, a DC and American tradition. And then, you know, when you even just drive past it on the like GW Parkway, just to see all those wreaths at Arlington is, is truly stunning. Um, I, just on that, if you go to the website, which is readsacrossamerica.org, you can choose a cemetery that is near you because it's not obviously the only military cemetery and there's a bunch around the D.C. area. So like if you're out in Reston or in Columbia, Maryland, um, you can find cemeteries if you just put in your zip code that that do need help placing the wreaths. Um, that doesn't necessarily have to be Arlington. That's an excellent point. And that's something that reads across America is always like, hey, you can help out anywhere. There's lots of places to help. So that is very true. And that and it, um, is, is probably something closer to your neighborhood, a little worth doing. And of course, you can always donate a wreath as well. Yep. Wreathsacrossamerica.org. If you want to learn more and get involved, their uh, timeline for donating is um, coming up to an end pretty soon as well. So we recently went out um, on the teacher tour with Virginia Lottery, and we had a four-way teacher surprise. I think that was the most surprises we've ever done in, in one, right? We've done like a, hey, we had extra surprise here, extra surprise there. But over at Woodson High School, um, it got it got surprise-erific. There were a bunch of teachers so deserving and a bunch of great entries that came in. Yeah, we, could, we couldn't. It was like picking a favorite child. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't pick just one and Virginia Lottery is like, let's do all of them. Yeah, you get a box and you get a box and then everybody gets cupcakes. So really too bad because we have such awesome teachers that nominations came in and we came here to bring the Virginia Lottery teacher tour back to Woodson. Yay! We're gonna honor a couple teachers here today. Amy nominated Miss Austin for co-teacher, who has just been so incredible during Amy's cancer treatment. I have immense respect for you and what you've done to cover for me during all of this. Thank you. We think Caleb nominated Mr. Bacora. The teacher they nominated handles them all with grace and continues to um, drive conversations and to continue to um, make everyone's perspective a little bit wider. It's not necessarily calling people out, but how we can all grow. We need more of that for sure. Thank you very much. We've got lottery tickets from Virginia Lottery for all the teachers here, and of course, Georgetown Cupcake. Such an awesome visit and thanks to everyone at Woodson for making us feel so welcome as you always do. Those four teachers were amazing. Yeah, a couple things I want to note um, before we get into all the teachers is that this was the first time in the 10 years that we've been doing the teacher tour in the first school where students 
actually nominated their teachers. Um, and I thought that was interesting um, because, you know, it's very creative for a student maybe to get extra credit or be a teacher's pet. <laughs> but they were very, they were very thoughtful nominations. So I, I'm sure that was not the case. <laughs> I appreciate that perspective, though. That's true. That had never happened before. That's right. No. Um, so with uh, Miss Austin, who was um, nominated and and we got to honor, she her co-teacher has been on leave for cancer treatment and has been an incredible support to her to kind of pick up the extra slack and the extra work. And she nominated, um, Amy nominated her co-teacher who, who had been going, Amy had been going through cancer. And what was really neat is that Amy, who has not been on campus regularly, was able to come on campus and was feeling well enough to be there in person. And that was a little, yeah. everyone was a little teary-eyed for that. Big hug really in special. that, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Senora Shapiro is a Spanish teacher and she has been known for being like extremely flexible and helping out with other students who aren't necessarily hers and helping other teachers who need a little technology help and helping students with technology help and helping teachers that aren't hers. She's just been sort of that person <laughs> who floats around Woodson and has been there for everybody and, and just like a big backstop of the community to help out in whatever way is needed. So congrats to Senora Shapiro. And Mr. Na, who is teaching a, a very special course um, about dealing with intolerance, which, of course, um, we are all kind of um, trying to learn and listen. And he's kind of taking on these very tough topics with a very tough audience, high schoolers, right. um, and, and trying to bring the dialogue to the forefront and, and have some really difficult conversations with high schoolers and, 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 and for, for, to make for the better. Mm -hmm. Mr. Na, what a guy. And uh, Mr. Vicora, he also was nominated by one of his students. He's the AP U.S. History and the Law in Action teacher, which, like, way to go, Virginia Public Schools, a law in action <laughs> class. I don't think we had that growing up <laughs> when I grew up. Um, and so uh, they widely agree among the students that his classes are some of the most challenging but most inspiring. So, like, every school had that teacher who was scared. Everyone was kind of scared of but also super loved. So Mr. Vicora is that teacher at Woodson. So congrats to all the teachers that were nominated and um, who were able to go visit. We just, we just love, uh, just love what you do every single day. For sure. For mm -hmm. sure. It's been so much fun to do that. And grab more on our teacher tour, by the way, a big thanks to Virginia lottery and a big thanks to Georgetown cupcake for being with us again this year, realfundc.com slash teacher tour or just slash teachers has a lot of our videos up there and moments from the tour. You can check them out. Plus of course, Many of our past podcast episodes are up on the podcast feed as well. Yeah, and in our show notes, we'll have a link to um, our, our travels throughout Northern Virginia, visiting these different schools, and you can see some photos and videos. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. So we'll see you next time.